on the diamond. Still getting on base a lot with walks. We have not seen the power um, as much as we have, but he's having really good at bat. To all the insight and expertise on things outside the ballpark. Like, if you really think about the concept, like, you're just throwing some meat and cheese on a, on a plate. We only turn to one person. Batter up. It's Sophia Minert on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group's exclusive best used car selection of over 600 of your favorite cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit any of their eight locations or shop online at ewaldauto.com. Then by Century Foods. Win the ultimate baseball fan experience from Century Foods. You could throw out the first pitch, hold the finish line for the famous racing sausages, or be on the field for batting practice. Enter at your local Century Foods. That music means one thing. It is baseball season, and it is time to talk with our friend Sophia Minard of the Milwaukee Brewers. And Sophia, I'm sure you are excited about all the rule changes and the roster being announced and all these things that come with opening day, which is tomorrow in Chicago. But in typical Jen, Gabe, and Chewy fashion, even though Chewy and Jen are not here, and we have special cousins of the day, Homer, with us, um, we're going to start with somewhere other than baseball because we found out, and we're very excited... (laughs) This morning, uh, because we found out that Dairy Queen is going to be doing 85-cent blizzards. Now, you do need to have the app, but they're, like, celebrating. Oh. I, I don't know if they started in 1985 or something. That like is 19... correct, Gabe. It is the uh, 1985 start. The, the, the bottom of the, the, you know, the, the only thing that matters is that you can get a blizzard for 85 cents. So, my question for you is, and it's going to be happening in, I believe, starts April 10th. What is your favorite blizzard? Okay. I, um... There's, I forget what it's called, but there's one that's like coffee. I think it's like a coffee flavored ice cream with Oreo in it. Whoa. Um, and then a, just, just, a, just a classic uh, like Oreo blizzard is always good with me too. It's uh, called the Oreo but, Mocha yeah, I, Fudge. I was not aware of this. Oh, is that what it's called? I mean, I mean according that, to okay. Google. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> Sounds delicious. And I think that's what I, yeah. So I just want to spread this word because... I mean, to me, the the Blizzard is the goat of all the like fast food ice cream treats. Like to me, it's the best. It's the original. Places have tried to copy it, and they've done well because again, it's you know it's ice cream and candy mixed together. It's it's hard to mess it up. But the Blizzard is just above and beyond. So if there are eighty five cents Blizzards, I want people to know about it. Well, and don't you think that the Blizzard was kind of like the original like. Culver's like concrete shake. Oh, 100%. And, you know, I feel like I feel like you're right. I feel like every other chain has probably tried to recreate the blizzard. I just yeah, it's like adding pickles to your chicken sandwich. Everybody doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. You can't have a chicken sandwich without two pickles. Yeah, it's the way it works. Yep. Everybody tried to copy it. Okay, so we can we can move on to the baseball stuff because there's so much to cover, Sophia. Of all the rule changes, what one are you most excited about heading into the 2023 season? Um, I think I think just the immediate feedback that we saw and how quickly everybody adjusted to the pitch timer is I think the one that fans will notice the most. Just the pace of the game, um, and and the, the probably the best way that I could say it is that like I think it was maybe a week or ten days um, of games in the Cactus League, and then the Brewers had an exhibition game against Great Britain um, as part of the World Baseball Classic, as part of um, kind of their ramp up for that, hosted them over at the complex. And it was like already you felt the difference. 
um, of just we had already gotten used to it in that period of time. Um, I think the players had adjusted. I think just as a viewer, you had already adjusted. And you really noticed the difference um, because in the WBC, they did not use the pitch timer or the new rules. So I think that's the one that fans will notice the most and probably appreciate the most as they're coming to games. Um, and, and look, the rules have done everything that they said they would. Um, I think the average time of game was somewhere between 25 and 30 minutes shorter, um, more people on base, and like the offensive numbers were, were pretty similar, maybe just a tick up. So I think you're seeing more balls in play, you're seeing more people on base, and you're seeing it in a shorter game. So I just think as a fan, it's, it's just a, it's a great experience, and I think it's what they'll notice the most when they're coming out to games for the first time. How many years in your future life do you think you've gained? <laughs> Have you figured that out as a result of shorter games? We've I mean, like, all talked about that. Yeah, yes. no, that's a real thing. I mean, it's it, it's it's hours. Uh, it really is because I think as fans, right? It's like sometimes you would go to games, or you know, these games would sometimes drag you know unnecessarily you know to have like a four hour nine inning game sometimes you'd look up and you'd be like how did this happen um you know obviously if there's extra innings and whatnot you understand but I just think it's gonna be it's gonna be better for everyone um I think the players have enjoyed it so far I think they've made the adjustments inevitably there are going to be things that come up here during the regular season um that we maybe we didn't see at spring training and also just the stakes are higher right like it listen, it's spring training, so, like, we were all going through it for the first time. You know, the results didn't really matter, so you weren't seeing a lot of arguing or disputing the rules. Um, we may see a little bit more of that now that, you know, obviously these games count and, and the competition is going to be ramped up. Talking with Sophia Minard, as we will every Wednesday during the baseball season here on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Is your job in-game going to be harder now? Like, it seems like everything's compressed. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to have to be, like, really concise anytime that that Rock and B.A. send it down to you. I, I do think so. Um, and, again, spring training was just – it's a different – it's a different kind of game. It's very casual. We've got lineup changes, you know, happening basically throughout half of the game. Um, and, you know, we're interviewing players and coaches during the games, which we typically wouldn't do. So, yeah, I do think – I do think even on TV you're going to see a difference um, because there just won't be as much time to fill, so to speak, you know, and and because the action is happening faster, you don't necessarily want to speak over a lot of game action for fear of, you know, stopping on a home run call or, or a big, you know, a big double play or something like that. So I do think um, there's going to be a little bit of an adjustment period for all of us. And, and, and as you guys know, there are, sponsored elements that you you have to get in there's there's breakdowns we want to get in there's you know some storytelling we want to get in so I think that'll be fun for all of us you know kind of to do it a little bit differently um but yeah I do think I do think you'll notice a difference on tv as well all right Uh, the brewers pride themselves on being smarter than everyone else and I think they are so (laughs) how are they going to use the new rules uh, to make their team better than other teams because they're taking advantage of what they think is there to take advantage of? Um, well, I think, you know, just the decisions that they made in the offseason of, like, I think it's, like, the type of player that you need, right? I mean, 
obviously offensively home runs are, are always going to be king. You know, power will always drive the sport and, and the run scoring. But I think having guys like a Garrett Mitchell, for example, um, doesn't have a ton of power, but puts the ball in play, hits for contact, has great speed, can steal bases. That's part of his profile, like the true like five-tool player that they talk about in baseball. I think the goal of the rules is that like you see more action for those types of players. Um, obviously, you know, more hits for a player like Rowdy Tellez, who it felt like hit into a ton of bad luck or just hit into a lot of shifts, you know, like hard contact, but there's a defender right there. And so with some of the infield shift restrictions, those, those hard hit balls up the middle, those are hits now. Um, so I think it's, it's the type of player, I think, that you, that you want to acquire and that you want to have on the roster um, changes a little bit. You want more of those types of players um, that can impact the game by getting on base. Power is always great. Stealing, all of that. I think just you're seeing more athleticism in the game. So I think all of that is a good thing, and I think the Brewers feel good about their options in terms of the versatility and, and the players that they have. And the question I wouldn't want to answer if I was you, but I'm going to ask it anyway. <laughs> Because everybody, everybody <laughs> likes Christian Yelich, and he hasn't been the player the last three years as he was the Hall of Fame player for two years. And the hope is that maybe less shifts or what? What do you say to everybody? And I know everybody asks you about Christian Yelich because everybody wants him to be good again. Yeah, and by the way, I would point out like, like I think Christian had a really good year last year um, for for like starting primarily with the fact that he didn't miss any time on the IL. Um, he played in more than 150 games. So I think that right there is like the foundation of everything for Christian of just being out there every day. Um, and he actually led the team in a number of offensive categories, but to your point, I think just, he showed up um, in, in really good shape. He and Mike Brasso spent a lot of the off season together. They got into Pilates. Um, they worked out together. They, they spent a lot of time together and, what we saw from his at-bats, all of his home runs were to the opposite field. So whenever you see Christian with opposite field power, that's a good sign. Um, you know, he was aggressive on first pitch at times. Uh, sometimes he was taking more pitches. The ball was in the air more. I think he's definitely a player that could benefit from the, the shift restrictions. So, I look, I think Christian is healthy, and if he can provide another season like he did last year where he's, He's healthy. He's productive. He'll, you know, likely be at the top of the lineup again. That was a change that they made in the middle of the season last year. So I think there's a lot of reasons to be optimistic about him. And, and obviously, you know, health is the biggest driving factor for any team. Um, but that's, that's always true for Christian, too. Before we let you go, um, so much made this offseason of Corbin Burns, of course, the arbitration. He hires a new agent. Do you feel there's going to be any lingering effects from that in terms of his performance in 2023? I don't because, you know, all of that was kind of dealt with at spring training. And, and honestly, that's by design because, you know, yes, there is a business element to all of this that, that's happening. Um, and so you, you do have to compartmentalize that. And Corbin is as good as anybody at doing that, of separating, like, this is the business side. These are the things that I have to do. I want to make these changes before the season starts. And, and now you, you, you go to work, right? And so I don't think anybody who knows Corbin has any concerns about it affecting his performance. Um, you know, if anything, he's, 
he's motivated, right? He's motivated every year and he works his tail off. Um, he is, and he's also just so hyper-focused, um, on, on the work that he has to do every day. And it's, it's not just the days that he's starting on the mound. It's every day in between. So, um, I just think he's, he's so focused. He's so competitive. He holds himself to such a high standard. Um, primarily he doesn't want to disappoint himself. Um, and he knows what he means to this team. You know, I think this team will go as far as, as Corbin and the rest of the rotation will take them. So, um, I don't. I honestly don't have any concerns about it affecting Corbin at all. Well, I already said one last question, but here's the actual last question. <laughs> what What are the actual odds you think you get the game in tomorrow down in Chicago? I think pretty good, actually. Yeah, okay. I think. I mean, it's yeah. I think pretty good. I think the the weather last I saw was okay. It was like maybe rain during the afternoon. Um, has it changed? Is there like a blizzard happening now? We just got in last night, so I'm I'm a little behind on my oh, weather. Report, okay, no, I was but... just I was just asking, just in general, what the feel was because again, you start this series 90 miles north, Sophia, and you kind of guarantee you have the game played, but instead we're opening in Chicago and marching the outside, and I just can't make it make any sense. I know none of us can make it make any sense, and it's it, this is actually the third time in the last four years that the team has opened in Chicago. Um, so make that one make sense too, but, um, look, it'll be fun. I think as, as long as it's not, you know, really hard rain, I think they'll play on. Um, I do think there's some concern about Saturday. I think Friday and Saturday might be worse than tomorrow, but we'll see. Um, but I think the expectation is that we're getting the game in tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, I mean, actually it looks pretty good tomorrow. I just quick look at the weather in Chicago, Sophia. Okay. Um, Why are you guys jinxing it? Just out of Partly cloudy, 54 degrees. Like that's fantastic. Oh, we, yeah, we can play with that. Yeah. Oh. Now, of course, the wind will make it feel like 35. Yeah, no, that's I, okay. you know, yeah. <laughs> again, you got to deal with that in, in March. Yeah, Saturday's not looking great. Um, rain, potentially snow yeah. showers Saturday with 22 mile an hour winds. So, you know, hey, I, I hope now, you packed see, all now, the see, warm that's clothes. The Wrigley. <laughs> that's the Wrigley we know and love, right? Yes. Snow, rain, wind. Perfect. Uh, yeah. You just get all four seasons in the course of a now two and a half hour baseball game, hopefully. Sophia, we appreciate it. Look forward to talking to you all season long. All right, guys. Have a great day.